And away we go with hour three of the morning show here on a Wednesday, the 15th of November, as he does every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. We are joined by Neil Atkins. Hiya, Neil. Dave, good morning to you. How, and how you, are you doing across the... I'm doing pretty well. I understand your equipment's a little faulty again this morning. Yeah, the uh, headphones aren't working. Headset's not working. I don't so understand how that happens, but from one day to the next, they should be the same as they, they were, were yesterday. Good, Nobody touched sudden, anything. Well, anyway, you brought along a guest this morning. I did. I did. Nice. I have uh, Jinka Tarnowski. Mm-hmm. That is me, yes. That is you. <laughs> Welcome aboard. She's been on the show before. Yeah, I recall. Mm-hmm. When, when she was a candidate. When I was a candidate. Now I'm not a candidate. That's right. So we don't have to have her sign anything. <laughs> so that's good. Less work for me. The last time the last time you were on board, you were pretty hoarse. You were, did you have pneumonia or something? I had pneumonia for a month, and I didn't know at the time. That's uh-huh. why I wore a mask. Cause I was like, I'm not going to give whatever I have to anyone. Um, that was pretty brutal. Boy, I'll tell you, I had it once, and, man, it just hit me. Like a two by four hit me. It was yeah. I, the weakness that I experienced on it. So. Yeah, I would say don't get pneumonia a month before the election. <laughs> that's true. That's true. And well, you shouldn't get it any time, but mean, just no, before the election. Just is before tough. the election. Yeah. Not not a fun time. Ginka was running for the Duluth City Council, yeah. and all of a sudden she got sick just before the election. Oh. And, uh, so you were pretty much on your back, more or less. Yeah. Now you. What, was it, you laid low for a couple of weeks? or Yeah, um, I didn't know I had pneumonia until my second week of being super sick. And I was in healthcare limbo and sure. I couldn't go into the doctor's office just to say, you got pneumonia, which was kind of obvious. Mm-hmm. Um, and once all that was sorted out, I found out I had pneumonia and I still had to stay until I was free of giving it to other people. Sure. Well, they put you on antibiotics then? I yeah. Expect, uh, All right. I know it. Uh, for those of you that have never had it, it's uh, it can it can really knock knock you down. Yeah. I know. Uh, now, when I was in the military, I was in the medical field. Uh, Dave was in the dental. Well, field medical first, and then dental subsection. Medical, and yeah. then you were a dental tech at the time, yeah. or a dental hygienist. No, they they call not them. a hygienist, a tech. Yep. I assisted the dentist. You assisted the dentist. There you go. Usually in the surgery aspect of ah. the dental field. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, it was fun. Well, and then I was on the other side. I was a Navy hospital foreman, so mm-hmm. I was dealing with. Uh, initially, most of my patients had been uh, uh, wounded. And whether it was uh, bullet wounds or shrapnel wounds, but then there was uh, people that got sick, and I had a couple of patients, some patients that had pneumonia, and sometimes you don't know how serious it can be until you get it, and how it weakens you. And what happens is that that bacteria gets India, and it opens you up to all sorts of other stuff potentially because yep. mm-hmm. your immune system is so weakened. And uh, I had. And normally, people will uh, run a high temperature. I think I was running, uh, when I had, I had about 104. For a while, I thought, well, I can I can take care of it myself because I had all yeah. the medical experience. Yep. I am popping yeah, aspirin right. and drinking fluids and all this jazz. Also, my fever would go down to 101, and then yeah. it would spike up to 103, 104 again. And finally, I threw in the towel and went to see the doctor. Yeah. And uh, he said, well, we're going to shoot an x-ray. So I went down to the x-ray and they gave me the x-ray to bring up and and it it happened now now it's all digital oh right but yeah. then i had i could take the x-ray out of the sleeve and i i looked at it in the light and i saw right there that one of my lungs was white oh which means it's full of fluid <laughs> yep okay and so i go oh 
Oh, darn it. You know? Yeah. So I so they put me on antibiotics, and uh, my house was in West Wolf was a two-story house. And the bathroom was upstairs, so I'm sitting watching TV. Oh, no. And I had to walk upstairs. Oh, no. <laughs> and I made it halfway, and I had to sit down. Yep. <laughs> I was so weak. Wow. And I got up, and, and that was uh, that's how pneumonia flourishes, yeah. to say the least. And you experienced a similar deal. Oh, yeah. I, I actually had a coworker who was in the hospital for 10 days with pneumonia because when you work with little kids, you get sick. And I guess pneumonia was going around. Mm. <laughs> well, it can... Be lurking out there that bacteria is out there no matter what and it's just if your immune system is down because you're burning the candle at all ends yep. oh yeah running for the campaign and you work in the uh, uh, industry for we're kids now you yeah. work with uh, little kids that are yep so what are you what are you doing with the kids where, um where so at? I work at Northwood Children's Home which is really fun um, I know that there are people listening right now so hey um, <laughs> Uh, and so I just work with them on a day-to-day basis trying to help them deal with really stressful, traumatic issues wow. as well as helping them understand impulse control and making sure, sure that they don't do something crazy. Yeah, yeah. And, and then you're doing, you have that job, you're working a shift work basically, and then you're, you're running for the council, your immune yeah. system gets done, and now all of a sudden you've got, now you're okay, but... That yeah. had a cut experience. down on your door knocking a bit, I would guess. It did. Yeah. Um, and I had such great momentum when uh, before pneumonia, and then right when pneumonia hit, it was just I, my body was oh. like, nope, you can't do much. I, I had a forum, and <laughs> the forum was really funny to me because uh, you can't really do much with 103 temp. Yep. And my introduction was, hi, my name is Ginka Tarnowski, and I'm really sick. And then I passed the, nep- <laughs> <laughs> the microphone to Lynn Nephew. <laughs> Because it, it was, yeah, I at one point was, forgot what I was saying. And I was yep. just like, I don't know what I'm doing. And then I passed the mic. Well, so, Ginka, what happens to all the lawn signs? I'm just wondering. Um, can you save them for next time around, you think? Or? Oh, yeah. I Good. have put them in my garage. <laughs> I don't have enough room for my car. So, <laughs> so um, but, I often wondered about that because there's so many signs out there. What happens to them all when the election's over? Uh, well, you can recycle them. Uh, but I think... Well, there was an issue with the lawn signs. Um, I would give some lawn signs uh, to people, and then they wouldn't tell me where they were putting them. And oh. so, like, I would drive oh. around, and I'm just like, hey, that's a lawn sign that I did not <laughs> give to that person. But that, gotcha. they have it. <laughs> yeah, I know. Sometimes it, it was hard. I we, we ran into that because, you know, I've been on the city council a bunch of years and had about, about I think I had five or six city council campaigns that I ran. Yeah. And originally... <laughs> Now, in this day and age, the lawn signs are that kind of corrugated plastic, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and they're lightweight, and you have a metal uh, stake. And uh, when I first started running, we had to go buy our, our, our press wood from Superwood mm-hmm. when it used to be here, and then we had a wooden stake, and you had these two pieces of wood, depending on how big your sign's going to be, about the same size as the normal. Mm-hmm. May, ours, I think, were a little bit bigger. Then we, we had to paint the background of them, then we had to silk screen the... Wow, the uh, deal, and depending on how much money you had, you could <laughs> you, you you could pay somebody to do it. Uh, on our end, we d- was do-it-yourselfers, <laughs> and then once the campaign was over, of course the signs would disappear. And I, I always walking around in the neighborhood. I'd, well, where did that sign go? And here's some kids using it as a a ramp a ramp for their skateboard. Okay? Oh, excellent! So, I like that. Though they were heavy duty enough where you could use them for that. 
But yeah, storing them was, uh, we'd store them. We'd have to find a place to store them. And I remember uh, um, uh, my uh, friend, uh, Eric, Eric, Eric Ringsred, uh, mm-hmm. used to have the North Shore Theater. He had a uh, kind of a basement area where we stored our lawn signs. Oh. Uh, the first couple races, and then we found a, a garage where we could stack them. Those old wooden ones and the stakes, they took up a lot more room than the, yeah. the plastic ones. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, so it was always a dilemma what you're going to do with them. Do we want to keep them? Are you going to run again? You know, you're always thinking whether you're going to run again or not. Well, they wouldn't probably make good kindling, if nothing else. Well, the, yes, they, the, the stakes sure could. <laughs> right. So, uh, And I'm sure some people... Heated up the old uh, hunting shack. Or there the, you go. The ice house. If there were vampires, you could protect yourself. Mistakes, good yeah. idea. Mm-hmm. Plan on going to Transylvania? No. <laughs> we're going to take a break and be right back. Eight twenty-one. It's the morning show here on KDAO. The KDAO Morning Show. And we are back. Eight twenty-five now on a Wednesday morning. Going to be another beautiful day in the Twin Ports. Low fifties today. Right now, thirty-three. Airport thirty-six. Downtown Duluth. Well, Dave, I'll tell you, it was. Uh, I was up in uh, uh, Two Harbors yesterday, and it was sixty, sixty-one <laughs> oh, all the amazing. way coming down. That's insane. <laughs> and when I got down downtown here, it was sixty-three degrees. Yeah. It was. Yeah. Now, um, officially, it was 59, right? Yeah, 59 was the official high at the what airport. Was superior but town? Yeah, we, were, we were in the 60s, low yeah, 60s. Yeah, I had the bike out yesterday and did some leaf mulching with a mower and got all my outdoor stuff taken care of because I know this isn't going to last too much longer. No. <laughs> I talked to a friend of mine over in Superior yesterday, and she said it was 63 degrees yeah. over there. So nice. Uh, we're on the breezy side, but still. It uh, was. Today won't be as windy and will be cooler as far as temperatures go. Low 50s instead of upper 50s, but well, yeah. less wind to make it feel nice anyway. I might crank up the uh, the old Harley. I'm just going to say, you got limited time there to get yeah, that I've bike out. One, you know? one day left without high winds. So mm-hmm. We'll see. All right. So Ginka's with us. Yes, Ginka Danowski. Council, mm-hmm. And uh, you didn't didn't make it this time. I didn't. At, um, at the party that I threw... And this is a, a really shows my kind of humor. Um, when I found out that I lost, I played Loser by Beck. <laughs> and, like, my friends and I, were, we just were dancing and rocking out to that song. Because it, it's such a great song. And it's also really funny in the whole situation of losing and doing well, you've gotta, you You've got to take it all in well, perspective. Yeah. You know, you, you, did, you did a great job. There are winners and losers yep. in every election. And and, yeah. Yeah. And yet life goes on. I mean, I've been on the winning side. I've been on the losing side. Life didn't. I I lost a seat, and uh, life went on. Yeah, <laughs> you can't take it personally because, again, I was a person who uh, didn't have any backing and had small donations, yep. and it it kind of showed, even though I, I didn't win, that I was doing a good job because I almost got nineteen hundred votes. Yeah, well, I, you know, you figured. 1,900, almost 1,900 people voted for you. They thought there was something They thought going I was a cool there. cat. That's right. Yeah. So, and, and, of course, now slyly you said to me that you've kept your lawn signs. So yeah. maybe down the road. Maybe. <laughs> um, I, I don't want to run just to run. Sure. I want to help people in the capacity that I can. And uh, I'm still very active. Um, just went to a city council meeting on Monday, uh, and just still being active. Well, and I think that's important. It just shows that your your heart's in the right direction, and you want to be a part 
of what's going on with the city. So what did you learn out there on the streets? Uh, you met a lot of people. You heard a lot of probably a little cussing here and there and all that. I really enjoyed the angry people a lot when I would knock on their doors and they would just like yell at me. Um, not at me, but well, about, at me. About things. About things. And it really kind of highlighted the frustration and anger that a lot of people in West Duluth have, um, spe specifically the property taxes going up and uh, just going to the recent city council meeting, they kind of voted to increase property taxes because they're planning on redoing 40th East um, and making it a roundabout, and that's going to tear down housing, and that equates to a property tax hike. I, and I heard that I have a friend of mine that owns a property out by there, and he, yeah. we uh, got together this weekend at the uh, West Duluth Legion for Veterans Day. Oh, yeah, I worked that day. Well, yeah. we, we, next time. Next time. <laughs> and he was telling me, he said all of a sudden he got the word that uh, uh, this is, uh, there's going to be a big meeting on it, and mm -hmm. they're talking about doing a roundabout at 40th Avenue West and Superior, uh, Grand Avenue, excuse me. And um, that would take... Uh, some businesses mm -hmm. and some houses and a couple of uh, businesses. I think there's apartments up above them. Yep. And he has a house there. I don't know how many houses they take. Uh, they did have the one out in Lakeside there on 60th Avenue East that the neighbors uh, bucked and the state backed off on that one. Yeah. Yep. And I know 40th Avenue East, they plan on doing one there. And I, I can understand uh, the dilemma they have there. And uh, But again... There's going to be some homes taken in whichever ones you do, and how are they going to replace? I mean, they're going to pay the people for their property, but then you what? I know what uh, a couple of homes there, you know, th what they'll get. Mm -hmm. They can't build a new home for what they're going to get because a lot of these houses are 100 years plus yeah. years old. So, so that's going to be interesting. How that. Uh, Sadly, then, almost every intersection that's being replaced lately is going to be a roundabout. That seems to be the going trend. Uh, they are. And it's, Supposedly it's, safer, but until people get used to using them, I'm not sure they're all that much safer. But. Well, I watch some people <laughs> that are unsure of them, and these are yeah. smaller than the ones you see in Europe, I'm told. Mm -hmm. uh, the roundabouts in Europe are beautiful because they make it very centralized uh, for like businesses and homes, and uh, it's super safe. If you have the opportunity to look up roundabouts in Europe, do it. Well, a friend of mine... That would really drive me nuts because you have to be on the left side of the road to begin with and then hit a roundabout. In England. <laughs> yeah, in no, England. No, in Europe. Well, not, yeah, Europe some of the other countries are different. All the other but, countries are like this. The Brits and the British Empire and Japan are still driving on the opposite on the side of the side, road yeah. there. <laughs> but uh, we were all talking, as we were out there, a, a friend of mine, he was stationed in jolly old England when mm -hmm. he was in the Air Force, and we were talking about this, and... And uh, my friend Deke was talking about the roundabout. Uh -huh. And uh, my friend Mark goes, well, he says, I, where we were stationed, they had them all over Great Britain. Right. And he said what was funny is all of a sudden you'd come in a roundabout, and here's these tracks going straight through the, the oh, grassy no. knoll. And they always said, oh, another yank must have gone through there. <laughs> Just plowed right on through. That's huh? right. There you go. Well, you're driving on the opposite side, and you're, yeah. you're not used to the roundabout and mm -hmm. uh, whammo. I went to Madison a couple of weeks ago. They've got a ton of roundabouts yeah. now in Madison, and I think all through Wisconsin that seems to be the going thing. And now here, you know. Of course, in Superior, you have the one at the, by the Bong Bridge. The Bong Bridge there, and now you've got the one in uh, Lakeside on right. Glenwood. And, uh, Up over the, the hill, I know there's there. at least one. Pardon me? Isn't the one over the hill, too? 
There's one uh, up on the Midway Road. Yeah, somewhere in there. And then there's two. Let's see, there's oh, really? Two okay. on the Midway Road. One on uh, when you get off of Highway 2, I think it's Midway and Maple Grove. Okay. And then uh, uh, Midway Road and uh, 194. There's a roundabout there. Okay. Well, we got to get used to them there. There's going to be more and more, I guess. Yeah, they're popping up, and they claim that they reduce yeah. accidents and that sort of thing, and and uh, uh, we'll we'll see. Yeah, I guess, and uh, we'll find out how what happens out in West Duluth there, and if they're going to replace. It. That's one of the issues that we kept on seeing. You know, when you ran in the the race there, and when I had other candidates on, everybody's talking about the, the lack of housing in the community. And all the construction projects have taken housing yeah. and haven't replaced them. Now yep. we're looking at that billion-dollar tower over there that <laughs> Essentia put up. Yeah. There was a bunch of housing over the years that it was taken for the expansion of both hospital districts, and that housing has really not been replaced. Yeah, and then property taxes keep going up, property and it, it kind of baffled me a little bit on Monday. People would like the old St. Mary's to become maybe housing. I don't know but what's going to happen. Tear, they're tearing it down, from what I understand. So. That's what I'm oh. told. Yeah. I, I don't know but if they're going to put parking there. Or I would imagine. There's always there. a shortage of parking. Yeah, so. that's for sure. <laughs> All right, we got to take another break. Be right back. More of the morning show here on KDAL. Back to the KDAL morning show. All right, Ginga, this one's for you. I'm a loser. <laughs> I'm a loser. Thank you. I appreciate it. Is that it. the one you played? No, no, this is a no. Beatles. Song. Well, that's a Beatles yeah. one. <laughs> next time. Hopefully, there uh, isn't right. a next time. <laughs> well, I hope not, too. I knew you're you're taking it in good stride, or I yeah. wouldn't have played it. But <laughs> All right. Ginko did not. Just to show you how important every vote is in an election, I had a story this morning out of Hopkins, Minnesota, where apparently somebody won a city council seat by one vote. One vote, yeah. Uh, let's see. Goodland, his name was. Ben Goodland beat Aaron Kazina by one vote, 885 to 884. Well, you know, I'll tell you when... Uh, Guess Ryan... what? There's going to be a recount. Of course. <laughs> that would make sense. Yeah. <laughs> they had uh, the, uh, I think, John Young uh, used to be the assessor for Duluth, mm-hmm. and then he ran for the uh, uh, second district city council seat. And he, and he had a close election... And I think it was like one or two votes, and it, yeah, there may have been a coin toss <laughs> after the recount. It, it suppose, came down yeah. to that. If you end up tied, yeah, what are you going to do? I know when uh, Roger Reiner and I ran against each other for the uh, fourth district city council seat uh, back in two thousand and one, mm-hmm. and I beat him by thirty votes, and we had a recount, mm-hmm. and we were up there in the city clerk's office, and Roger was there with with uh, a friend of his or whatever, and we're watching the city clerk, and I had, I think Tracy Lundeen was there with me, mm-hmm. and we won by 16 votes. Wow. And so when you say you're down right. to one vote or 16 votes, every on close races like that, every vote does count. Mm-hmm. They're not all blowouts like the mayor's race was this year. That was a big blowout, and I, I was playing pool at the time with my friends, and we were like, why is the mayor talking right now? <laughs> And then they turned up the volume, and she was conceding, and I was just like, what is going on? Well, the numbers, uh, you know, we talked a lot about, uh, you know, we talked with him on it, and then we analyzed the races, and we had Eric Forsman on and and some other people, Tara Swenson, and we kind of talked about the primary. Mm -hmm. And normally, the primary is the 
best poll that gives you an indication where things are going. But sometimes they surprise you, so mm-hmm. you don't know where it's going to be. Now, in Tara's race in the 4th District, it was really close. Her and Howie Hansen were just uh, you know, not many votes apart for first and second. And then when it came to the general election, uh, she won by almost 60% also. I think it was 59%. Yeah, I was very happy that she won. Um, just ta- like meeting her and hearing her... Um, talk and at forums, she just was very eloquent and then also very kind, and that, that's her personality. So that was really cool to see her win. Yeah, she's a really nice person. Who's on the horn? I'm not sure. Hi, who's this? Uh, it's Dean from Madison. Go ahead, Dean. Dean, what's going on? Well, guy drives around quite a bit, Duluth, Wisconsin, you know. Right. Talking about roundabouts? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I, I'm gonna uh, not agree with with uh, the main guy talking there, Dave. Okay, what did I say that you don't like? <laughs> we are trying to catch up with Wisconsin. Wisconsin's got roundabouts forever. Yeah, forever. And to start tearing down houses, businesses, taxpayers. It's 40th Avenue is not busy enough to justify a roundabout. Oh. Yeah, that was the a question that the, uh, the the people I talked to that live in that area, mm-hmm. that was their question, too. Of course, uh, some people may be happy that their house gets bought, but mm. but the point is, is, that, is it, does it really need, do, do they really need a roundabout at 40th Avenue West and Grant? I don't think so. Not at all. Well, hey, appreciate the call. You That's know, right. yeah. the same people, the same people that are telling you you need a roundabout are the same people that squandered seventeen billion dollars. <laughs> and now you're going to raise taxes for a roundabout that you don't need. Hmm. Good point there, Dave. All right. Yeah. Thanks for the call. Appreciate Thanks it. Dean. All right. Well, there you go. So. Yeah, I mean, we were talking about it. What? How do Not you, a lot of roundabout fans out there, apparently. Well, how do you replace <laughs> that tax revenue that they take? It's all well and good, and hallelujah, blah, blah, blah. But all of a sudden, there's thousands of dollars annually in property tax revenue that's yep. gone. I did the math, and it's 120000 over 10 years. And that's just not having that money there. Hmm. I wonder how much money there you're spending to buy out those properties. Well, you have the buyout and then the construction and yep. the roundabout. And the, the roundabouts are a million or everything. Everything costs a million. Or Is the state months. doing this or the city? It's the state. The oh, state, okay. apparently. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, because is 40th there? Let's see. Must Grand be a state Avenue. highway of some sort. Grand Avenue, I think, is yeah. the state, state right. road. Yep. yep. Um, and so there was a meeting that I went to a while back about it and the consensus with the people that went to the meeting where we don't want a roundabout we just want the lights back or new lights because that's the whole thing is that the lights are about to go out uh, for the stoplights and so they're thinking of doing a roundabout and then replacing the pipes underneath as well uh, okay got all that all right. stuff for you. So, all right 
We'll do another break. Okay, we'll do that. And we've got to talk about Danfeld High School here. Really? Genka graduated from In there. 2013. Congratulations. My mom Thank you. there from there, too. So. <laughs> you probably have a, what, a reunion coming up here pretty quick. Then, Yay. I did. Um, the tenure but, already? Yeah. Um, but I was working at that oh. time. <laughs> <laughs> well, that always has to put a little chink in the uh, yeah. arm there, right. kind of, so to yeah. speak. 844 now at KDAO. This is the KDAO Morning Show. With Dave Strandberg and Neil Atkins. All right, here we go. The final portion of the morning show with some Tom Jones. Oh, this is a fun song. I'm Delilah. Delilah, yes. But we have Genka with us. I know. Delilah. Not Delilah. Genka. Right. <laughs> so uh, you did get a call from somebody out on yes. uh, of 40th. Correcting us, it was a county project. County the, project. Not a state yes, project. sorry. For the um, roundabout. The roundabout at 40th Avenue West. Mm-hmm. So Genka, you graduated from Denfeld High School. I did in 2013. My I'm mom, an old fart. My mom graduated from there, too. But mm-hmm. uh, So we were kind of wondering... Where the name came from. Yep. Okay. Well, I, I brought it up here. Robert E. Denfeld. Oh, uh, that makes so much sense now. I remember <laughs> seeing that name. Oh, yeah, yeah. So what did Robert do? He was the superintendent of Duluth schools from oh. 1885 till 1916. Wow. The number of schools in Duluth during his tenure increased from 7 to 34. Holy oh, that's cow. impressive. He was instrumental in the creation of a two-year program to train teachers, which eventually grew to become the University of Minnesota Duluth. Oh. And they used to call it the Duluth Teachers College. Mm-hmm. Okay. Back in the day, my mom went to what would become UMD after she graduated from Danfeld. And uh, so, but Danfeld was not the... F- it was constructed in 1926, okay. the building that's there now, and it's been added on to. Right. But before that, it was called Denfeld High School, was known as Irving High School, when it oh. opened for classes September 11th, 1905. Oh, he, well, he was still alive then. Yes, he was. Yeah, so. And then it was changed to the Duluth Industrial School. Mm. Okay. And, uh, and the school moved into today's uh, MacArthur West School building on Central North Central Avenue. Mm-hmm. And then, that was in 1915, and its name changed to honor Robert Denfeld. Obviously, he must have passed away. Right. And, uh, and then they built the new school in 1926. Guess how much it cost <laughs> to build that building? It red brick and limestone back in 1926. Guess how much it cost? Um, I'm going to say something ridiculous, a dollar? No. Oh, Maybe a hundred thousand. No, one million two hundred fifty thousand really? dollars. That's a lot of money back in those well, days. Yeah, it would be fifty, sixty million yeah. today, or even Ooh. more. So. so I was yeah. a really good kid. Um, still am. Uh, <laughs> you were uh, good, and you've continued your still, goodness. Still oh, continued. Yeah. But I uh, did a lot of theater, musical stuff, uh, and when you have the opportunity, you find really creative ways to search Denfeld and. Um, underneath the stage, there's a way to get through all these different areas. Oh boy! And secret passages. Secret passages. Tunnel. Look out! It was it was so cool. Uh, we found really old maps, and there was a pool at one point. And wow. um, it, I would not say go and do that now, but <laughs> they're was, probably closed off for a reason. I, I mean, yeah, I was the reason but. why they have high security now <laughs> for going to the clock towers. Well, so. here's the. Uh, uh, Danfeld's auditorium was built, and you're talking about that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, guess what the cost? Well, the school costs a million two to uh-huh. build. Guess how much the auditorium cost when they built that? Added that on. 
two dollars. Twenty five thousand. It was closer this last time. Twenty five grand. Oh boy. And it can accommodate nearly two thousand people. Wow. And uh, and up to two hundred people on the stage, and there's an orchestra pit there. Huh? Yep. And uh, now, here's some of the public figures who graduated. That have, no, that oh. visited Denfeld. Oh, just visiting on the stage. All right. A uh, Former President of the United States. Forget wow. who it was. Richard Nixon. Okay. Richard. He is not I'm a, not a crook. That's what he anyway, said. Anyway, Richard yeah. Nixon, he didn't say that there on stage. <laughs> but performing and singing mm-hmm. uh, fell into a burning ring of fire. Johnny Cash. Cash. Oh, yeah. Okay. Ooh. Yeah. And it was renovated in 2006 for $1.2 million. Okay. It cost originally twenty five grand back yeah. in 1926. Right. And uh, so anyway, uh, they, there's the traditional annual Maroon and Gold Day assembly and uh, during homecoming and all that jazz, which you were a part of. Yeah. And on Thursdays, it was always Blaze Orange and Camo Day. I had no Blaze Orange or Camo. <laughs> all right. Well, when I, when I was in high school, I was on the uh, Proctor swimming team, and we swam against Denfeld, but they didn't have a pool. Oh. Guess where we had to go? I don't know. Morgan Park High School had oh. the pool. You're kidding. And wow. that's where they practice, and that's where we uh, right. and uh, that's where we have the swimming meets. So now Morgan Park, uh, well, let's see, they've got a, uh, the center out there. They've got mm-hmm. a big swimming pool out there. The oh. high school's not there anymore. Right. But, but uh, yeah, so it's kind of right. interesting, the dynamic. We have to take a break in this history lesson, and uh, we'll be right back on The Morning Show from KDAL. And we are back for the final couple of minutes here ahead of news at uh, 9 o'clock from CBS. Uh, looks like a nice day on the way. Low 50s today with plenty of sunshine and not nearly as windy as yesterday. Oh, that'll be good. I know. It's going to be a dandy day. Get out and enjoy it while you can. Yeah. Kind of Absolutely. blew me out of the, off the road almost. So uh, did you get your flu shot this year, by the way, Neil? Not yet. Okay. We're getting down Eventually. to the nitty-gritty here on flu season, you know. I know. Uh, 36 million U.S. adults... I've got the new COVID shot already. I haven't got mine yet. I got the flu shot, but not the COVID because it wasn't available when I got my flu shot. Uh, About 14% of the adult population is now immunized against uh, COVID. Well, good for them. Very good. (laughs) The rest of us are in big trouble. Uh, 91 million adults have gotten the flu shot so far. Well, you know, the, the flu is, uh, the flu shots are certainly... Hey, you uh, were talking about... uh, There's a proven track record on the flu shots. Mm -hmm. And sometimes they get it wrong. Or well, they, there's the yeah, strain. There's different strains, strains right? But mm-hmm. uh, most of the time, uh, they they nailed it pretty good. So Pneumonia is nasty, but the flu can be pretty bad too if you get a yeah. oh, case yeah. of it. I'll tell you. I had you. a friend of mine that uh, was diagnosed Ugh. with. Well, he passed away. He had gotten the flu. Oh, yikes! And but he had been uh, recently diagnosed with diabetes. Oh. And complicating uh, apparently factor the for complication sure. with yeah. dehydration and all that. Yep. Uh, and, and that's where you've got to be so careful if you get sick like that. And if you've got a pre-existing condition, get in to see your doctor. Yep. I'll tell you right now. All Maybe right. We've got to wrap things up and uh, say uh, congratulations to Ginka again. Ginka, congratulations for putting your <laughs> for, name on the line. For putting up with us for an and hour. putting up I with us today. Aye, aye, aye. I don't know how I can deal with this. <laughs> and running, running for the city council, yeah. even though you didn't make it this time. Mm-hmm. We appreciate you coming on board with us today and having some fun. Hopefully you'll join us again sometime down the road. Oh, yeah. Keep us uh, in the loop on what's going on, and you're going to be active in the community. There's uh, Your heart's in the right direction, so, so we'll be hearing more from you. Oh, yeah. Right. It, it's been fun. I like you, too. 
Well, thank you. Hey, we got somebody that likes this thing. <laughs> it's about time. Fiddlesticks, your heads are getting <laughs> yeah. bigger. How long oh, have you no. been doing this? We finally got somebody to like us. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Well, well, Ginka, thanks for being with us. Yeah, we'll, thank you uh, for having me. By the way, I won't be with you on Friday. What? I'm sorry. You're What's going on Friday? Place. I have to go in and get a little bio. Oh, do you? All right. Well, good luck to you then. Yeah, thanks a lot. We'll catch you All next right. time on Monday. Have right. fun. Thanks, Ginka. It's uh, news next here on KDAO. Yeah.